Hey guys, welcome back to What the Fuck Is This Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. We're starting the new year with a new series, which is A Secret Life of an American Teenager, which is hilarious. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so we have been considering doing it because we just remembered how ridiculous it was. And so we were like, fuck it, let's do it for the pod. And so now here we are, doing it for the pod. (laughs) (laughs) So... I guess we're going to start off with my book tea since Miranda's yeah. was last on the Riverdale episode. Oh, I hope y'all enjoyed our Christmas movie ones. Yes. Um, They were a bit chaotic. That's okay. <laughs> we like chaos every once in a while. Um, but yeah, I'll get started with my book tea. So last week I read this one and then this week I read the second book in the series. Mm-hmm. But this is Promises and Pomegranates by Sav R. Miller. And this person knows how to write a fucking book. <laughs> like, literally from, like, the first three pages, I was like, I'm hooked. I need to... <laughs> I thought you were leaving. <laughs> I was fucking hooked. I was like, I need to know what fucking happens. But basically, in this one, it's Elena and Cal, and her dad is a mafia boss in Boston. And... Cal works for him, and he's been working for the family since he was 13. Oh, spoiler alert. And this is an 18-plus read. Okay? <laughs> Letting y'all know. Um, but Cal, Elena's getting married to this guy. I think his name is Matt or something like that. He's getting, oh, Matt, Mateo. He's getting married. To, she's getting married to him. But Cal gets, like, a secret message, and... It has a video of him sleeping with Elena, and so he's like, well, fuck, like, someone's trying to blackmail us, and her dad is like, fine, you'll marry her instead of him marrying her, and so on her fucking wedding day, Cal kills Mateo while she's in the room in her wedding dress. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. This all happens in the first, like, three chapters. That's what I'm saying, like... I could not put this shit down. Like, there was tea around every single corner. And so then, what happened after that? So, um, she's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, all this other shit. And then, guess who comes in? Her dad and the priest. So, they get, Cal and her get married. Oh my god. Right then and there. And then they sign the marriage license on the dead man's body. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so a little backstory. Mateo used to be very abusive to Elena, and so she would always have bruises and stuff. Um, Cal is a doctor, and they call him, like, in the mafia world, he's known as Dr. Death because he carries out, like, all the hits without, like, ever being, like, known to do it. Oh, I don't fucking know. But, yeah. And so they're married, and he takes her to, oh, <laughs> so they, he goes home with her so she can pack her stuff so she can move in with him, and he goes home with her because she, he knows that she's probably going to try to run away, so <laughs> he goes to her room, and her mom is there, and the mom is like, I know you're only doing this to get some type of revenge, and so basically it's insinuating that something happened between the mom and him. Right? Okay. Okay. So he goes out to the balcony. She's there. And she moves her hair to the side. And she's like, 
it was about time. And then she like knew he was gonna drug her, and so he sticks the needle in her neck and yeah. And then she wakes up on a fucking private jet. Oh. Yeah. Naked. Oh <laughs> naked and afraid on this private jet. And she's like, Where the fuck is my wedding dress? And he's like, I didn't wanna see you get I didn't wanna get married in I didn't want to get married with you in a dress that you picked out for another guy, but it was the last minute we had to, so I threw it away. Okay. <laughs> so fast forward. Let me get to the real tea. They fall in love. They do it a couple times. Duh, it's a spicy book. <laughs> but then, so this whole time I'm like wondering like what happened between her mom and him. Uh-huh. So her dad... Basically, he's like, I lost a shit ton of money when you married her. Either give me my daughter back or give me this money. So they go to Boston to see her family again. And the mom confesses that they've done it. And, like, this made me cry. She's in... They're, like, having a family dinner. And the mom, like, comes in and she confesses, like, oh, he hasn't told you. But, like, she knew he hadn't told her. Mm -hmm. And this part made me cry because it was, like, the hurt and, like, the betrayal that she felt. Like, the writer was so good about, like putting that character's emotions. And I was like, dude, same. I felt this before. (laughs) Therapy. Um, (laughs) And then she runs out and then they have to go see the little sister's recital. And so they have their own booth. They do it in the booth, but then they're like hardcore, like making out also. And he goes, don't kiss me. Like this is the last time. And it is the last time. Because then she disappears for three months. Why? Because he lied to her. Oh, yeah. Like, if a guy told True. you, if a, yeah, if your mom said, like, I used to fuck your husband. Yeah. That's, yeah, get me the fuck out of here. That's true. Yeah. But at this point, he's, like, in love with her and basically would do anything for her. And so he stands outside of her apartment, that well, her grandma's apartment, for, like, three hours. And he, like... Keeps wanting to knock on the door and stuff, but then he's like, no, like, every choice that she's ever had to make in life has been made for her, so this needs to be something that she chooses. Yeah. But then he sends her divorce paper, like, annulment paper, saying, like, it was fraud or whatever, and so she shows up to his house, and she's like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, you think this is a choice? Like, you're, this is not an option. Like, you're telling me either this or nothing. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're not even trying. Yada, yada, yada. And then he confesses that her mom basically groomed him because mm-hmm. his mom died when he was 13 and that's why he started working for the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Tea. Yeah. And so ever since then, they started doing it. And when he turned 18, he caught her mom in his bed with another guy. This guy worked for the other mafia in town. Right? Right? So the guy got up, shank shanked Cal, and so that's why Cal has like a really big scar on his stomach because he almost died. Yeah. You're upsetting Maverick. Please stop telling this story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. <laughs> he didn't want her to, him to almost die. He likes Cal. He lived. He lived. He's it's okay. taking a liking to Cal, okay? Yeah. So basically he <laughs> oh has like, God. he has scars all over his body and like, not that he's insecure about him, but he never... Like, felt comfortable right. around a person to, like, show them. Right. And he finally showed him to her. Aww. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> every single time before that, when they did it, which was a punch, he was always fully clothed. 
That's not a red flag. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, she would be completely naked and he's fully clothed. Yeah. But anyways, um, okay. Elena, she ends up snitching on her dad and saying, like, this is everything they've done. Her mom gets arrested. Oh, Cal does punch her mom and she also punches her mom for being like, oh, because her mom, I forgot about this. Her mom, like, she goes back home to get some of her stuff and her mom admits that she's been jealous of her daughter since fucking birth. Since she, like, held her in her arms for the first time, the mom was jealous of this child. <laughs> her mom was like, since the moment I saw you, I knew you were gonna, I knew you were gonna do oh. greater and better things than I did. Oh my god. What? Oh my god. <laughs> like, in what fucking world? This mom is garbage. Disgusting. Oh, throw her away. What the Fuck. Like, honestly, like, what? <laughs> how are you jealous of your child? You're supposed to want them to go on to do better and greater things than you. Uh. That's why you work so hard in life. But like, are you fucking shitting me? Literally, she was like, yeah, I was laying in the hospital bed and I saw you and I automatically knew. <laughs> Mom, a terrible person. <laughs> I have got to go. <laughs> this is like mommy issues. <laughs> like, come on. But yeah, her mom ends up going to jail and her dad disappears. Because, um, but in the end of the book, she ends up like having to take care of her sisters, which she's like fine with because she loves her sisters. Um, and they end up having a daughter together. And like when she tells him, she thinks he's going to be scared because she was on birth control. Like they had talked about it. And he basically thought he didn't deserve kids. It's not that he didn't want kids. He thought he didn't deserve mm-hmm. them because of everything he went through. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that's it for this story. <laughs> Join us next week one. when I talk about the next book that talks about yes. this other girl. Whoop, whoop. Um, they're basically like standalone. You can read each one without having to read them together, but you get a little bit of tea for the next one right? the one before. But yeah, that's it for Promises and Pomegranates. <laughs> oh, one more thing. She gets a tattoo. She has a tattoo of a pomegranate. Because he used to call her his little Persephone. Like, that was what he called her. Mm-hmm. And do you know the story about Hades and Persephone? I think so. He dragged her down, and then she sealed their marriage by eating, like, two fucking seeds of pomegranate. Which, who the fuck does that? Yeah. Eat the whole fucking thing. But anyways. Yeah, yeah okay. But that's why it's called pomegranates, or promises and pomegranates. How do you get a tattoo of pomegranate? I don't know. Anyways, pomegranate oh. tattoos, the verdict is... They're fine. I don't, I don't I do, understand it, but... I want to get a Persephone tattoo because I'm obsessed with their, like, Hades and Persephone story. Yeah. But I would not get a fucking pomegranate. No, no. I would be too scared that the person would fuck up. <laughs> like, it's a rough tattoo to do. But anyways, let's get started on A Secret Life of an American Teenager. Today we are going to be talking about episode one and two. Wow, guys. Big news. Woo! I forgot to mark my pages, so now I just have to flip through all of Riverdale to get there. I had to finish this to do so before I can use my new ones, because like I oh, have, yeah. I only have this much paper left. Like obviously this is not gonna be secret life, but like yeah. I have to finish the notebook. Yeah, no one hundred percent. Anyways, 
Wow, oh, guys. We will be talking about Riverdale again this year once it gets all posted on Netflix. Yes. Because we like to binge. Yes. And if it's the final season, we'll be eating that shit up. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then... Oh, I did not... Did you write what the page... The... Oh, no, but remember we need to... Yeah, I'm, I, I think Wikipedia is the one I'm going to go with. Hold on. Yeah, I feel like that would be the best one. Okay, but like, why did I think my high school experience was going to be a mixture of the secret life of an American teenager and Degrassi? <laughs> like, in what world? <laughs> Episode one is called Falling in Love, which like, why did I forget that was their um, fucking <laughs> intro? I was like, what is this? Who drew this? Like, okay, but I actually really the like this. I like the song. Oh, I love <laughs> the song. <laughs> The, the, the but intro? who no who drew that is it the baby okay no but I, I had also forgotten about that oh my god okay after losing her virginity to 16 year old ricky underwood at band camp 15 year old amy jergens discovers that she's pregnant scared to tell her parents and unsure of what to do she turns to her two best friends lauren and madison for help <laughs> to confirm their pregnancy they run out and buy her three different pregnancy tests all <laughs> of which turn up positive i can't wait to talk about that <laughs> they encourage her to go to the doctor, but not to tell, uh, not to tell until she is absolutely certain. Meanwhile, in a quest to lose his virginity, Ben Boykovich, <laughs> is that yeah. how you say it? Okay. Sees Amy across the crowded hallway and is encouraged by his best friends, Henry and Alice, to ask her out. And Henry and Alice are dating, right? Yes. Okay. He should be. Well, they make out, so... Yeah, they should be. Because I know that later on it talks about, like, them finally doing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. So he joins be. the band to meet Amy and one day <laughs> ask her to the homecoming dance after the school's big football game. That was just paragraph one. Here's paragraph two. <laughs> it keeps going? There, he becomes completely enamored by her, as does she. However, Amy struggles with having to tell him that she's pregnant. Lauren and Madison attempt to convince Amy to have sex with Ben and tell him the baby is his, but she refuses. Ricky comes up to Amy, telling her she couldn't be with or shouldn't be with Ben. Meanwhile, Jack Pappas, I don't know, Pappas, longtime boyfriend to adherently Christian Grace Bowman. <laughs> struggles with the idea of having to wait at least 10 more years to have sex with Grace. Under pressure, he secretly spends the night with Adrian Lee, the schoolmate Jarrett, and Ricky's girlfriend. Girlfriend should be used loosely, like, yes. girlfriend. Yeah. At the dance... Like more like friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Bed buddies <laughs> is what they call each other. At the dance, he begs her not to tell anyone about their night spent together. They kiss and are caught by Tom Bowman, Grace's <laughs> brother, who alerts Grace, as well as the entire the way school, he just screamed at Jack's infidelity. All oh. right, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get started. <laughs> Whew, right from the beginning. I want to fall in love. <laughs> Such an easy thing to do. Okay, oh. I want to start... I didn't know it was a French horn. She plays the French horn. Right. I thought it was a tuba. So I wrote, the pee test in the tuba? Yes! She comes in from And how band did her camp. mom not be like sus about the fact that she carried her French horn into the bathroom? Right? And my question is, she had just gotten home from band camp, didn't she? 
Either that or at least band practice. I'm not sure. Yeah. One of the two. But then, like, how would, like, I thought you couldn't tell for a while. Yeah. I don't know. I've like, four weeks? Kid. You can't yeah. go to the doctor until, like, eight or something? I don't know. I'll have to ask my sister. Ugh. Um. Oh, and then the next seat that it cuts to is fucking Avril Lavigne. <laughs> here for it yes as we established like the couples and the friendships and like they're walking around the school (laughs) i was like i'm living for this establishment oh my fucking god Uh. (laughs) oh no and then we go to the lockers where amy is getting in her locker and her friends lauren and madison come up and they talk a little bit and then she's just like i had sex (laughs) right before then because I yeah if that's my best friend and I'm losing my v-card for the first time yeah there's no way she waited yeah and I understand like texting wasn't that big back then or like that, it wasn't such a big deal yes but and you're not hanging out with your friends when you lose it she's gotta be excited and she's only like saying I had sex like that because she knows she's pregnant that's yeah. also super confusing like I would understand I mean she goes on to tell us it was bad sex <laughs> Uh, sorry, but it was your first time. Like, what are you expecting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not the point. But when she's like, what are you crying about? Like you're saying, you're not going to know immediately. So why would you be ashamed that you had sex? Right? Until you're pregnant. Like, what the fuck are you? does this mean that they're not close friends? Exactly. I don't know. Anyways, I had to talk about her delivery. Sex. Oh, okay. I wrote the new single, Delicious. I don't know what I'm talking about. Do you need to go outside or something? What is your what? Oh, I can't get over his friend, the the girl. I can't remember. I can't remember his friend's names. The ones that are we think are dating. Why does she know so many sex facts, sex statistics, ma'am? What is your deal? Yeah, no. Um, I wrote down. I would become Christian for her. <laughs> I don't know who says it, but they say it about Gracie. I think it might have been Is Ricky. it Ben? No, I think it was Ricky. I don't know. That's sus. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but I was like, this is hilarious. I need to write this down. I need to get better at writing down who says what. Yeah. And then the whole at band camp thing, it gets giving very much... The one time at band camp? Oh, I know. <laughs> I feel like they were trying to play into that energy, yeah. honestly. No. And then I love when Ricky comes up and he's like, you don't think I can forget, do you? <laughs> like trying to pretend like he didn't know her or whatever. And they was like, you don't think I can forget, do you? And I was like, uh, I heard it wasn't very good. <laughs> good. No. So, ugh. I wrote down that Jack really wants to have sex. Oh my god. Like, sir. Too much. Too much. But, whatever. And then he was like, not even oral? Whatever, I guess if you're dumb. But, he's like, not even oral? And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck? (laughs) Ten years Uh, is a really long time to wait. Like, not gonna lie. Dude, yes. Especially if you've been together. Like, there should come a point where, like, maybe... 
maybe you're not ready to get married or, or even engaged, but you you know you are. And yeah. you, like, can't? I just I don't feel know. like... I don't know. Because for me, when I do it in a relationship, it helps establish, like, whether I really feel a connection with yeah. somebody. Yeah. And, like... I think it's the same thing as, like, I don't understand how people who have never lived together get married. Mm, like, yeah. You don't know what that person yeah, is like no. 24-7. Like, yeah. you haven't even spent a whole 24 hours, like, yeah, cause people in are the very, same house. People can put up a show and become very different. Especially like, when yeah. you know, even if it's you, because you know you can run back to your apartment if you don't like the way you're being treated. Like, yeah. What? Anyways. But he really wants to. And so Adrian starts seducing Jack. Yes. I don't know why she needed to sit at their table. I don't either. What the fuck was that? Other than high school pettiness. Yeah. Also, like, why... What? Like, why does she want to talk to Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're with Ricky. Yeah. You're getting it somewhere else. Like, Ricky's giving you yeah. everything you want. Why are you obsessed with Jack? I don't get it. Um, Ben is joining band to get Amy. Yes. Also, he's gonna get out of gym. Gym. So it's like a two for one, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, I did write. Um, I did write <laughs> a quote that he said before he left the office, and he was like, "Oh, do y'all still have condoms in here?" And the 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 counselor is like, "No," or whatever. He says something. He's like. Oh, he's like, what do you need a condom for? And then Ben goes, if you need to know what a condom is, you're not going to last. Which is so true. Like, why would you ask, like, what do you need a condom for? I think it was because he's in there saying, I'm trying to win over this girl. And then ask for a condom. Like, I think that's where the counselor was coming from. But But it did not come out the right way. And I was just like, I can't. I can't. Why do you need a condom, though, Ben? Like... Wait, you're already going to nail her? Like, that? what are you talking about? Um, yeah, I put her friends have very good sex education. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I was just like, okay. Yeah. And then, not her being more excited. She's like, the one friend's like, you need to get to the doctor. Which, the more logical one, whichever one that is. She's like, you need to get to the doctor or whatever. And she's like, and the other thing's like, yeah, it could be a false positive. And Amy's like, I'm not going to the doctor. And then she's like, oh, it could be a false positive. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, no. But I understand. She's like, what, 14, 15? No, 15. I get it. But I'm like, why would you not want to go to the doctor to at least discuss your options? Yeah. I would understand, like, she's like, yeah, I only have a pediatrician, which, like, I understand is kind of scary because then you can go to, your, like, your mom. Yeah. But there's plenty of places that you can go to get a free pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. Just so that they can make sure. Yes, exactly. Um, and then I wrote her out her quote in my conversation. Tell my mom. You don't think I'm telling my mom about this, do you? And I'm like, girl, you're going to make it like three more months. Okay, you better tell Molly. <laughs> Get your ass in that kitchen. <laughs> um, and then I put the music at the doctor's. Oh, my God. And the whole scene at the doctor's. Why was yeah. he so busy? And right. like, anytime I go to the doctor, there's like one other person in the waiting room. Why did it. that stranger hand off her baby to her? Oh, right. What was that? Also, everybody here is at the doctor's. What yes. is she sick? Yes. Like, are you kidding me? Yes. No. I. <laughs> no. 
I literally didn't get that. No, not at all. Um, let's see. I think it was Adrian that said this. No, either Adrian or Gracie, but I quoted the rules of good taste. No, I think it was um, her sister. Oh, because they have that weird conversation. Her and her dad are having a weird conversation, and then all of a sudden it's a sex lecture, and he's like, yeah. you're too young. Amy's too young to be yeah. having sex. And all I don't understand like, that. Sure, okay, I understand a parent's concern, but like... I would understand him being like, yeah, like I would understand him being like, you shouldn't be having sex right now. Yeah. But he's literally like, you bitches better not be fucking having sex right now. You're not old enough. You're not mature enough. And like, obviously a 13 year old should not be having sex. What? But like, come on. Come on. If you would have told her this before and told her the consequences. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe she would have ended up pregnant. Yeah. Or at least taught her safe sex. I don't know. Where was the condom at band camp? (laughs) Oh my god. Um. Okay. Where are we at? Is oh, this- <laughs> I don't know. Cause then, after that, I wrote Ricky. After the, I said the. Why did this convo turn into a sex lecture? Ricky's trauma in episode one. Oh my. So god. I think next we went to the therapist. Dude, it comes out like nothing. Like no, it's no warning, like, no nothing. It's no, and it's just like. So how are you doing? And Ricky's like, I'm fine and I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, you don't want to talk about the fact that you were sexually abused? By your father? What? <laughs> what? We didn't even ease into it at all. No. And then he's like, that's the reason why you're a sex addict now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, and then we find out he's also in the foster care system. Oh, yes. Literally, they try to explain his whole life story in this little scene yeah which like i feel don't get me wrong i feel bad for him but like he still does some pretty fucked up <laughs> but why are we establishing it this yes. way also also like keep it some mystery you should have told us at like the end if they told me this at the end of season one and i was like damn this is why he's acting like this yep but you told me the first episode i forgot by episode two right <laughs> right if it would have just been like we see him in therapy and stuff They're and then you're like stuff. yeah you're like why does he have to go to therapy yeah no yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Oh, and then he's like, I think you feel this way because of this and that. And then Ricky says, aren't I supposed to tell you how I feel? I was cracking up. Because, like, what is these adults? Honestly. (laughs) Jack calls Adriana, no, wait, Adrian, I'm sorry, about having sex. Yes. I don't know if it's necessarily together or what his original intention was, but he's like asking questions about like, like what's considered sex. What's not. Yeah, and it's like, how like, is she the sex expert? Well, isn't she the one I said hobby of having sex? I think she's the one that indicates to the guidance counselor she's like or someone. Oh, that her so. favorite hobby or whatever is to have sex. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Um. I wrote, what is the sister wearing? Amy's sister's outfit for a 13-year-old? What? <laughs> I, no, same. <laughs> I could not. Oh, and then, so, uh... Jack and Adrian do it, but then I'm so confused because later on, they make it out to say that it was just a kiss. Right, and the, but I guess that's all that, that was caught, was that they yeah. just kissed. 
And so he's trying to just be like, I just yeah. kissed her. Forgive me. But then the prayer before the oh, game. Oh, the prayer. <laughs> Bro. Is the coach coming in and just be like, amen. Wrap like, it up. <laughs> yeah. And, but the players uh, around him also, like, while he's saying yes. that, and they're like, uh, what? No one has your beliefs, sir. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, the, at the dance, she only takes a top bun of the hamburger. Oh, who the fuck does that? You just ruined it for everybody else. Yes. I was like, what's your problem? She didn't take any meat, nothing. Just a top <laughs> bun. And then he put beans on his burger. Oh my god. Baked beans on a burger? Gross. Uh, I uh. thought, I wrote, Ben is really cute. Like, he's adorable. Yes. I'm kind of sad that like, he gives me very to, like, like, trap him. Yeah. He gives me very innocent, like, want to be helpful, like, vibes. Yes. Like, I would be his friend. Yes. Especially after, like, episode four with her fighting or whatever. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I can't wait to talk about that, but... Okay. With the sausage king? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then during this dance, they get caught. Adrian gets caught with Grace. Yes. With Grace's man, Jack. Yes. And they're making out, and he, she's like, don't don't act like you didn't like it, bitch. Yes. But I love the, <laughs> when Tom, her brother, comes out, Grace! 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 Like, that's all he's, he's doing. Screaming. That's all he's doing. And I was like, I mean... Pop off, but <laughs> calm down. But, like, also, how did they hear him? Like, the music was loud. I don't know. The dancing was just uh, so no. good. No. And then, <laughs> at the very, very end, we get to the stateteam.org, which I really like that they added it. Oh, I love it, but the, it was just, <laughs> what the fuck is it? And then it's after every single episode. Yes. <laughs> I did look it up. It's still alive. But it leads you somewhere else. But it still talks about the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I did my research. Hello. But that's all I have for episode one. Me too. Episode two is very short for me. Let me see. Yes. <laughs> Literally, this is all I have for episode three. <laughs> Literally nothing. I don't have much either. Um, episode two. Okay, episode two. Yeah. Ben and Amy are walking, and he just pats her on the shoulder. I literally said, not the pat on the shoulder. Oh, my God. But I do want to know why Adrian walks to the hall and takes Ben's drumsticks, or oh. uh, Ricky's drumsticks out of his pocket and keeps going, and then we see Ben and Amy, and he pats her on the shoulder. I was like, what's going yeah. on with our couples? Oh, in the last episode, also, I do want to talk about how they never show them. The <laughs> Sorry, apparently I triggered my I want to talk about how they never show them actually playing any sports or doing anything. Yeah. No. Adrian is always just carrying around her baton. Her baton. We missed Ricky, the whole football game. Yes. Ricky has his drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Amy has her French horn. And that's The it. only person we've ever got is Ben, like, crashes the cymbals, like, <laughs> once or twice. He's like, I'm getting so good at this. Sir. <laughs> but, like, yeah, that's all we get. We never get to see them do anything. Oh, Amy decides she's going to act like it never happened. Like, she's not pregnant. And then she's like, it's better than your plan. And I'm like, okay, sure, we're not trapping a man into having a child that's not his and having sex before maybe he's ready. How fucking ever? It is not better because you are with child. You're going to get fat. You need to be taking care of it. Yeah, I... I... 
The baby's not just going to hang out in there until you're ready. And then Ben wants to admit, like, he admits that he wants to marry Amy. You've known her for a week. Their relationship is so problematic. Oh, 100%. Because I'm pretty sure in the next episode, they have their first, or they say I love you before they have their first kiss. What the fuck is going on? I don't fucking know. I... Whatever. I don't get it. But yeah, he wants... Now he has, like, basically the same plan that the friend proposed, which is he wants to marry her. Like, this, he's met the one girl for him. He doesn't need all this sexual experience like his original goal. No. He He just wants her. with her. Okay. I wrote Amy screaming at the phone, but I don't remember what that's. Is that when the doctor called? No. Oh, no. No, that's not yet. Any, uh, I don't know. I have a quote from the girl, the, whatever her fucking name is, Ben's girlfriend, not mm-hmm. girlfriend. Okay. That's different. That was the 80s. Everyone was all coked out and on disco. I'm sorry. Everyone was what? <laughs> I should ask my mom. Oh my she was alive in the 80s. Mom, were you coked out? And I thought disco was the 70s. <laughs> oh, the stuttering? Shailene Woodley, you're acting trash, ma'am. Yeah. What? Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's literally so bad. She's just like, but, 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 yeah. No. Ma'am. Okay, no. anyways. Okay. And then it continues. It continues. Oh, we have not stopped. Okay, because, sorry, guys. Oh, I forgot to read this synopsis for episode two. Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> I will go back. But the stuttering is... Apparently, a tell when she's lying. Her yes. sister tells us when she lies, she sweats and stutters. Okay, sorry. So, episode two, you are my everything. I can't. It's episode two. Despite Madison and Lauren's insistence that Amy tell her parents about her pregnancy, Amy insists on convincing herself that Ricky and her pregnancy never happened and tries to go about her <laughs> life as normal. Girl. As they discuss Amy's situation, they're overheard by Henry and Alice. Oh. Alice. In the hallway, and the rumor spreads throughout school that Ricky and Amy had sex. Meanwhile, Ricky attempts to pursue Amy, despite his insistence... His... Wait... Or, despite her insistence that she's seeing someone else, Amy's not interested. Despite the new rumor about Ricky and Amy, and despite Adrian's kiss with Jack, Adrian and Ricky continue to see each other. However, their relationship is wrought with constant bickering. Ben continues to be completely enamored by Amy, even going as far to it as admitting to Henry and Alice that he can see himself marrying her. They warn him about the rumor they overheard, and he begins to fear... That he is in competition with Ricky. He tells Amy he heard the rumors, but that they mean nothing to him. Telling Amy he loves her. During this time, Jack is also pleading with Grace for forgiveness, but she refuses to speak to him. At school, she calls her mother and asks her to take her home. Her mother encourages her not to blame herself 
or Jack or Adrian and just let things go. When Jack comes by Grace's house, her father shoots him off the porch. However, hearing that Jack came to see her makes her begin to want Jack back again. Despite her father's warnings to stay away from him from now on, she tells Jack the next day at school that she's willing to forgive Jack and go back out with him as long as her parents' permission as long as she has her parents' permission and as long as he doesn't try to pressure her into having sex until he's ready and Jack agrees. <laughs> Painful. <laughs> that was a lot. Painful. Okay, okay. So now I know what, why I wrote Amy screaming at the phone. It's when Ben leaves that voicemail. Oh! She, yeah. like, hears him because he says, I heard a rumor that you had something to do with Ricky and he, she's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wrote that. <laughs> so now that makes sense. <laughs> um, the next thing I want to talk about is why the fuck does Grace's dad sound like a spokesperson? Like he sounds like he's filming an ad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, he low-key makes me cringe. Like I 100% agree. And I yeah. low-key, he low-key makes me cringe. Because he also sound he seems like the kind of dad that has to have like the perfect curated speech. Yes. And it's like, dude, just talk to your kid like an adult. Yeah. That's what they are nine times out of ten when they're teenagers. They're just trying to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Just treat them like one and it's gonna be fine. Oh my god. Um, we find out that Adrian's mom is never home because she's a flight attendant. Oh yeah. Which, you know, allows for her life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adrian's life. Um, with Ricky. I do want to talk about their outfits. <laughs> Everybody's. Yeah. 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 They're. Yeah. Not going to lie. I definitely would have worn something like that in middle school. But they're in high school. Yeah. No. I don't know. Don't like them. Um. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Quote from Ben. So you can go ahead. No, you can go first because I. Think it might come next, but mine's about after their date, so I'll let you um, go. Is it after their date? Okay, mine is just that. How are they exchanging "I love yous" after their first date? I don't fucking know. Even high school, that's too soon. Yeah, no, I don't get it. No, <laughs> my quote is Ben. People are talking about my woman. I could not. Uh, oh, yeah. And then Ricky tells her that her friends are the ones saying that they slept together. Yeah, like he never told anybody. What the fucking <laughs> fuck? And then to get back with Adrian, he makes her lunch. <laughs> and she's like, you made me lunch? This isn't going to fix shit. Yeah. <laughs> A ham and cheese with chips isn't going to fix anything. Oh, it my- depends what kind of chips. <laughs> You coming in with them twists? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, that sounds really good. I'm going to buy some for the movie. Oh, my last thing was because Grace and Jack, when they agree to get back together, why the fuck are they agreeing to get back together? They're literally not agreeing on anything. Yeah. No. You can tell when he's like, yeah, I won't pressure you. You know he's going to. If you already just, like, you saw him making out with somebody else, you and you know this person likes to do sexual stuff, you know it's not going to happen. No. Anyway, you're really going to assume he only made out with her? Uh, yeah. 
after he was asking you, unless you're really they're trying to portray that she's that innocent. Mm-hmm. No, no. I just realized I don't have a what the fuck story. Oh my goodness, Miranda. Do you have yours? No, because I have time. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyways, what did you think so far? As I look for my story, I. How are you feeling about our choice? It's very hard for me to watch it mm-hmm. simply because it's a background show. Like, I want to be doing other stuff while it's on. Fair. Yeah. Because, like, I can come back 20 minutes later and I'll still understand everything that's happening. I don't like the sister's tone of voice. Oh, I can't stand Amy's sister. What's her name? I don't know. doesn't matter. No. I can't, can't stand her voice. stand her. Grace's dad's voice. Mm-mm. I don't understand the hatred for Grace's family. Oh, yeah, we didn't really talk about that, but, yeah, they're beefing. I don't oh, understand. I don't think it's happened very much, actually. Though. No, not yet. I don't okay. understand the beef, or not the beef, but, like, Adrian's beef with, like, everybody. Oh, yeah. I, no. I, no. I just can't. I don't like Adrian very much, I think is my problem. I like Adrian, she seems like a very strong character. Yeah. But I don't like how she carries herself. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think my favorite character so far is Ben. Yeah. Ben seems like the most unproblematic right now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay, I thought of something though for my what the fuck news. We could talk about Valenciaga. Oh, not to talk about like the root of the issue, but just to talk about the fact that yeah, I mean, literally any news you find right now is gonna be old news by the time. This yeah, comes out. that and yeah, we can talk about the lawsuit. Be so old. yeah, that's kind of what I want to talk about because especially because they were gonna sue them and they were trying to make it out as it was all the same same campaign. Like that was what was like mind boggling to me is like it's not. You put up a different campaign yeah. to replace it that had the Supreme Court documents in it. Yeah. And then you're going to sue this photographer. And, like, the TikTok you sent me, they're, like, they basically ruined this guy's, like, whole artistic vision. Yeah. Like, I'm so sad for him. Anyways. And then for them to say, like, they have to have final approval. Yeah. Like, there's no way this photographer is just going to have Put their Instagram fucking handle to post this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any so. fucking sense. I'm glad they dropped the lawsuit. That yeah. guy should definitely sue them for defamation because they ruined that, like, his whole career, basically, because that's what he was doing is that, that type of photo, mm-hmm. but, like, for kids and their toys mm-hmm. in different places, and they ruined that for him, so there's no way he can continue doing that anymore. Nope. Nope. Anyways. I don't get what Balenciaga was trying to get out of suing them, or suing him. They're trying to save face. Yeah, but they they don't want to be held responsible. Just like these celebrities don't want to walk away from fashion houses. Like, mm-hmm. I understand Kim worked so hard to get to the point that she's being recognized and wearing Gucci, Balenciaga, all these places. But she has four children and a lot of people who look up to her and she needed to say yes. more than she did. But there's I other think... people out there like Nicole Kidman wears Balenciaga mm-hmm. like a lot. Not the way that Kim did. I think Kim is one of the biggest mm-hmm. ones to do it. And the way she did it, where she was like literally just in her mm-hmm. Balenciaga era. 
But, like, Nicole Kidman wears her to a lot of her red carpet yeah. events. Like, that's one of her go-to people. I was, like, reading a list of the celebrities where it's I kind think... of, like, their go-to. And we need to hear a lot more from them and not just yeah. the fact that what we're saying is um, we need to protect the kids. No, that's the default setting. We did not need yeah. clarification on that. No. I think for, like, the reason Kim did that is I believe she had, like, a contract with them. And so it's very hard to, like, yeah. break out the contract. Yeah, and, and a stuff. TMZ story did just come out where she, and an, an insider source, was Kim. like, <laughs> Chris, <laughs> was like, um, <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost second. done. Um, an insider source wanted to let us know that she's not wearing Balenciaga. She called them when that photo shoot came out was like, I'm not wearing you to these events we agreed upon. And yeah, she probably is saying something like a contract. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're not doing hardly anything, Kim. Yeah. So I do also like, I think it's, I don't want to say, I understand people like getting rid of the Balenciaga, but like burning it and all that type of shit. No, you spent way too much money on it. It's not even about the money to me. It's more like we're living in a time where now everybody's getting angry at fast fashion. Yeah. So like donate it. Yeah. Give it to a homeless person. Like, literally, there's so many other things you could do than right. burn it. Because if you burn it, you're still wasting all that money. Also, you already gave them the money. Don't shop them again. Yes. That's the solution. Yes. No. And I've seen, like, a lot of people, like, like basically, like, freehanding and, like, drawing over the Balenciaga logo. Which, like, that to me is perfectly fine yeah. because you're reusing it. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. But, like... I do understand people that, like, if you're still wearing them, like, actively, and you're currently buying their current stuff, yes. that's the problem. Yes, I agree entirely. If you're recycling their old stuff, yeah, that's better with me. Yeah. Don't burn it. Give no. it away. If you don't want it, give it away to somebody that actually needs it. Yeah. Because that's better than burning $4,000. I think Balenciaga would, like, die to see, like, a homeless man on the street in Balenciaga. You know, yeah. someone who could use it, could need it, doesn't give mm-hmm. a fuck what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what Balenciaga is. Balenciaga is about being the brand. Yeah, like high so fashion. So, let's give it away. Let's help yes. Let's help people in need or whatever yeah. is going to happen. And really just take down Balenciaga. But anyways, yeah. I didn't have a story and I thought that would be a really good one since it's currently current news. I think it won't be. It might be. We'll have to see. Yeah. I want to say a big fuck you to Balenciaga for mm-hmm. fucking it up for this creative community because Miranda's a graphic designer I work in social media so it's like now it's like you're pushing this on the person that created it but it's not on them when you approved it nope and I'm glad that the photographer came forward and was like this is how that day went yes like this is exactly what happened so but that is it for this episode of what the fuck is this podcast let us know what you think about us doing this series. Um, you can let us know on our Instagram, our TikTok, and our Facebook page that you can find them all under what the fuck is this podcast underscore podcast. Wait, <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? I just had a stroke. What the fuck is this underscore podcast? <laughs> I just had a seizure. What the fuck? Oh my God, that was too good. Okay, y'all know what I mean. Oh, you can also find us on YouTube if you want to see... Ugh. Us talking about it because we talk with our hands a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the dogs are here. Yeah. And this time Willow joined us. But yeah, let us know what you think about the series. And 
We'll catch you next episode with some more A Secret Life of an American Teenager. Yes, Bye, y'all. Bye.